Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello and welcome to the Science Patrol and the 12 Days of Ultraman. Day three. Day three. Uh, I'm your host, Rich Conroy. With me, as always, is the lovely and talented and... Uh, festive? No, you said, said festive yesterday. How about... Uh, a full of figgy pudding, Patrick Rooney. Hey everybody, how are you? How was that sure figgy pudding, Pat? I've never had figgy pudding. I had it once. That's way more than enough. <laughs> and they demand it so much in that song. Yeah, I know. I know. We if must have figgy pudding. Wait, really? Must you? Must okay, you. fine. No, must not. If you've ever had fig newtons, yeah. take away the yummy cookie part of it. The <laughs> newton part of it. <laughs> exactly. And it's just that. And it is it's just not that, that good. Just the fig part, like the fig slurry, if you yeah. will. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and it's thinner than obviously the cookie is, mm. but it's not better. It's not better. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Awesome. Uh, but anyway. So, you know who I think the business lady, the business lady, the, the government agent lady is? Because they say she's secretary of something, right? Yes. That's, that's who I think. Remember when they were like, this one is... Um, this one is from this prefecture, and this one isn't. And I said, "There's somebody who's the secretary." Yeah. But they never really—they never said what prefecture is. I'm like, well, they don't give a crap about this character. I'm wondering if that's who that is. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I kind of think it is. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about episode three, SOS from the sea. Okay, I had SOS from the ocean, but it's the same nonsense. Yes, sea, ocean. Yeah. Tomato, tomato. What? When was this aired? We'll have to give that. And yeah. Direct um, some nonsense. December 21st, 2000. Okay. Uh, Toshiyuki T- Takano is our director, and it was written by Masukazu Migita and the uh, special skill director, same guy, Toshiyuki Tanako. Okay. And uh, we've got, um, that's about it. That's all the information we got. For but real. yeah, this is the third episode. Uh, we open up with. Um, do we open up with the guy? No, we open up with uh, fishing boats coming back in empty. Yeah, right? and yeah. there's no fish in the harbor. Yeah. So now all the fish, there's you know all the fish restaurants are closed. Yep. Don't, can't get supplies. Yep. All the fishermen are going nuts because they're wasting money just going out trying to catch the no fish that are there. Yeah. 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 And then two thieves break into this weird warehouse to, I'm guessing to try to get fish. And then you see a weird red glowy light that becomes our monster. Right. And these guys see this yeah. monster. And of course, what do they do? Run away! Here's my favorite thing. They break into this warehouse. Now, we all know there's no fish, right? Right. Right. There are huge plastic tubs full of ice for these no fish. For the no fish. Exactly. <laughs> like, the warehouse is like, well, we might as well keep the ice, fellas, because God knows when we're going to get more of that. <laughs> well, I mean, if you have... I mean, it's obvious that they were like, look, we need to film this, so can you just take the fish out of these couple of containers and then just chuck them back in when they... Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean... But it's funny that it's like they break in and it's just like, wow, we got... We have ice We broke days. into the ice factory. <laughs> like, yeah. But I mean, if you're in a fish <coughs> you're going to expect bins and bins of ice because they're normally holding fish in the ice. So I was good with that. Yeah, no, I, I get that. But I, you would think that they were like, well, there hasn't been any fish for a while. So, like, 
But even why do we have all this ice? <laughs> they're going to be prepared just in case the fish decide to come back. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes that, that, that's makes where sense. my mind went. Is. Yeah, sure. Okay, we okay. might catch fish, so we yeah. have to be ready to have said fish on ice. All right. <sighs> you know what's funny? I can't find that um that thing that I looked at two, two days ago, oh. where we we're like, oh, it's a ah, the secretary. Um, yes. That secretary is Yoko Fujiwara. Oh, okay. Internet skill. Good job. Yeah. Um, That's the secretary officer who serves as a pipeline between the cabinet of cabinet information bureau and Hart. Okay. I knew that would come in handy at some point because I didn't remember her in the first episode when we talked well, about we it. Just said, yeah. And then she only showed up in yesterday's episode uh, to to Tell uh, them to be, to yeah, be to a little cheap. Quit, quit spending so yeah. much government uh, oh cabbage. Your taxes, my taxes are paying for your salary. Yeah. Hey, come on, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, the, the case, there's no fish. And then uh, the uh, these two knuckleheads break into a warehouse. Right. And then they hide in the freezer because some monster comes. Right. And then the next day, a police officer walks in. Sees these guys freezing. Right, and in, then Hart and calls Hart into action. Right, and then you can see that there's some sort of claw mark through the door of the right, freezer. And right, that's really the only way these guys are alive is because it's not completely freezing. Right, because if it was completely freezing, they would have been, yeah, been, been dead. Frozen, yeah. frozen. Yeah. But what I really liked was um, so they go to the that Hart goes to this uh, fish market or this right. um, this dock warehouse, this, uh, warehouse. Thank you, and. They had obviously either done construction in this area or were doing construction or something because there was a nice shot of like rebar concrete coming yep. through, you know, rebar coming through the concrete and everything. And they were like, oh, this must be what ha- where the monster came through. And you're like, that is the best location scouting. Let's yes. get for that guy. Like, yes. I got a great idea. We set something at this fish market. We, we, have we don't have to build anything. <laughs> it's right here. Yeah. We can use it. It'll be there for a day or two and yeah. they'll hold it for us. It's going to be great. <laughs> so... <laughs> So yeah, they were like it was probably like a derelict. It was probably a derelict building on that particular wharf or a particular wharf. A they were just like, yeah, look at that. We can use that. Yeah. That'll work. That's yeah. good scouting. I like that. Yeah, yeah, I do like that. I thought that was neat. I like I like when they can use a real life location like that for something super particular. Like, yeah. I don't know what it is about older Japan, like um, that you see in, uh, and we saw it in the '60s series, like there. There always seemed to be a glut of poorly constructed warehouse buildings. <laughs> like some miss, some windows are missing. They all have crates in them, and it's yeah. like, did no one care? Like <laughs> exactly. exactly. New York used to have a bunch of those. Oh, too. lots. Of lots. They still do. There are still buildings with shipping containers in them. There are buildings with shipping containers, but they're all being torn down. Oh yeah, they're I'm just saying. All being, like the. I was just noticing there used to be a building on Houston by West Street. Mm-hmm. It took up both sides of Houston Street. Right. I rode over it. Oh, nice. They've knocked one of the buildings down completely, taken the road down, and are knocking the other building that basically goes from Houston to Spring. It's a wow, gigantic building. Yeah. They're taking that building down completely because wow. there's been scaffolding all over it. It's been gutted completely. And I'm sitting there going, it's at this point now. Yeah. It's really at the, where they are just knocking anything that's not being used for a lot. And then we gotta and we gotta put go up right a big up with glass piece of nonsense in there. Uh, yeah. 
as we approach as we approach Fiddler's Green, um, and then the the where they used to do the Tribeca Film Festival, mm, that theater it's gone, gone now. That doesn't surprise me. There's hardly any movie theaters in Manhattan anymore. Well, there there are a few, but there's most Film Forum, which is now by Christopher Street. No, f Film Forum. Yeah, that that yeah. Film Forum is on Christopher, and then there's another one on. Houston and Varick. And that's a film forum too? That's a different film forum. Ooh, I had no and idea then there's that. the one, the IFC theater that's mm -hmm. on uh, 6th Ave. Yeah, that's 6th Ave. But I mean, the last of the big ones, wasn't it the Zigfield that closed a year or two ago? Yeah. yeah. That's a shame. I mean... Well, I mean, you can't pay the rent anymore. I know, I know. And we discussed that yesterday. But it's, it's, you just can't pay have you ever rent. seen the website Jeremiah's Vanishing New York? No. Yeah, you you would like it. It's right. it's all old, like there's old pictures, and then he goes to where it is today. Like this oh, is not completely yeah. different. And like there's there's somewhere they were like, oh, I went into this this gift shop on Times Square, and then I noticed there was this little tiny hallway. So I just took it upon myself to go down this tiny oh, little nice. hallway, nice. and I, it goes down like two flights. Yeah, and he found uh, like three movie theaters. Yeah. And of course, there were adult theaters at the time. At the time, yeah. At that time, but there's nothing going on now. But he was like, "Yeah, I found these three theaters, two floors underneath Manhattan." But I mean, that's the thing. Now Times Square is completely oh, yeah. different. I mean, it has been completely disnified. Oh yeah, absolutely. Completely disnified. When I went to the Creation Convention in 1984, okay. we walked to the. Train station through Times Square. Yes. And, uh, like, my dad was like, oh, why did I go this way? Yeah. Because we're like, Dad, look, hookers! You know, like, <laughs> yeah. every dirty movie you wanted to watch. Yeah, oh, yeah. Them trying to pull you into for every... Well, you know, we're going by the peep show, my friend's going, hey, Rick, do you have any quarters? <laughs> like, Come on, let's go. Let's game over. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> He's like, I don't need this. The, no, the, the, no. You idiots. Dinguses are yeah. coming now. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <sighs> so, um, of course, the uh, our, our secretary, Yoko, is is not happy about what's going on. Um, why are all these fish disappearing? Now the aquarium gets attacked. Yes. And by attacked, I mean ransacked for fish. <sighs> and then um, uh, Genki, uh, Genki meets a... Um, an old man standing on a seawall talking about how mysterious the sea is and it's right. sea has been eternal and, and blah 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 blah. Right. And then it turns out that's the guy that runs the aquarium. Yeah. Which is a nice little reveal because he's so worried about the sea. Oh, I fully expected him to be the monster. <laughs> I, did. I didn't expect him to be the monster, but I didn't know why he was there yeah. until it showed that yeah. he was the head of the aquarium. I'm like that kind of makes sense. Because be honest with you, if this was taking place in modern Ultraman, he would be the he monster. He would be the bad guy. Yeah, oh, he would absolutely be the monster. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Um, and uh, it's fine. It's pretty great. Like, yeah, yeah. And then, um, let's see. Da, 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 da. And there was no way, they could not figure out how the monster actually got into the aquarium right. to take all the fish out. Right. And then what happens, we saw... Um, we see they're at a they're at a freshwater lake. Yes. And sure enough, the oh, monster, monster shows up there, and they see him. Yeah. And they're like, well, he's bigger than we estimated. Oh, I, you know. I mean, they how say could he grow he that big yeah. in size. Yeah. How could he grow that big? And blah blah blah. Now, uh, let's let's pause. No, I'm let's. I don't want to mince words here. The 
effect of the monster appearing and gathering is terrible. Oh, that it's just it's it's this little digital it's thing bad. that they paint over. Yeah, yeah, over it's not the, good. It's not good. But you know what? But then when the monster appears, you're like, fine, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I'm going to give them the effect that they have at the time. It was because 1990 or I 1989. That's that. as good as it was going to get. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm fine and with it. I'm fine with it. I'm just saying, you look at it now and you go, ooh. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, yeah. all right, I guess. Yeah. And, I, you know, it also could have been a case of, look, we can't do it any better than this. Just yeah, this it. is what we have. Yeah. This is what we're going to do. Like, we're going to make up for this at the monster attack. Yeah. And they do. They do. I give them, and again, the practical effects that they use, the fighting that they use and all that, I love it. Yeah, the so, monster is Sigorian. Is that what his name was? Because yeah. I never really got his name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, that the guy who sees him, like this guy, and I, you know... He's got the sleeveless tee, yeah. and then he starts freaking out, and Sigourney just squirts him with the water gun on his head right. and soaks him like, hey! That was not good. Yeah. But then they find out, they figure that the next target that he should go to is a fishery yeah. experiment station. Sure. What kind of experiments are you doing on fish? I don't know. How to make them grow faster. Really? Like... Quicker how to make food out of them. I don't. Well, know. we already know how to make food out of them. It's pretty. Uh, bears have been doing it for, for years. years. <laughs> but then we do see the monster sort of walking underwater. And I right. Did like that. I like that effect. effect. It was I basically an a set with a little bit of like shimmer in the front, blue and, lighting, and the and the way he was kicking up the dirt looked like silk. Right. I was like, oh, that's cool. Okay, sure. And it, and it was quick a, enough. It was an overlay because you did actually get to see a couple bubbles, bubbles here. Bubbles. Okay, yeah, that's so, right. But and it was quick enough that you didn't. You really couldn't pick it apart. Right. <laughs> like it, it was, was just enough that you got to see it. Four or five that. seconds, maybe, and you're yeah. like, okay, you know, here he comes. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And I did like that. And like I said, the practical effects that they're using, because that's what they have at the time. Yeah. You go. All right, it's good. I can go with yeah. that. Sure. Sure. Hi. Yeah. So, and I, I like, I like the effect of when the monster appears, like that, like sort of Star Trek beams him in. Yep. That's nice. Yep. I like that. I yeah. Like that. And then he goes uh, to this great, amazing scale model of this fishery. Oh by God, the scale models they use in this show. Yeah. Again, and the way they force the perspective on mm-hmm. the fights that they're having. Yeah, they're not playing around. They, they know what they're really doing. Really good stuff. The monster itself, uh, Sigorian, is uh, he's bipedal. He's um, and you forgot he's got a big that, long neck. You forgot to point out the part that you pointed out while you were watching it. He actually bites. Yeah, he's, well, he's got a mouthful of teeth. You got at one point they have them all drooly. Yeah, and it's that like, was mm-hmm. yeah. But then he bites nails. And yeah, he's he does bite nails. Okay, like, that's really cool. I like that. We don't get a lot of bitey monsters. No. And no. considering how horrific their teeth look, you, you should get more bitey get monsters. A couple. Yeah, you'd think. Um, so, uh, yeah, the um, Zagorian, let's see, uh, they figured out that, like, there's a tunnel between the lake and the ocean, or at least they right. believe there to be because one. Because they had to get water from somewhere, so he was using their water supply pipes, you know, tunnels, whatever. Well, at the aquarium, but the yeah. lake, they, they found an underground sort of like channel to the ocean. To the ocean. Because occasionally you'd find saltwater fish in there. Yes, yes. 
All right. And that's how Sigourian keeps running around. Right. And then they, you know, the Sigourian and Naos fight. Naos picks him up. And then instead of, he starts to get ready for his specium ray and realizes, you know what? I'm not going to do that. Yeah. He picks the monster up, throws him, and then uses some sort of weird, nice, triangular, triangular yeah. beam to dissolve him back into the fish that he originally was. Right. So it turns out that, I guess, the dark matter unbalanced nonsense uh, turned him into this monster. And right. all he is is fish. Just fish. And one of the guys was like, maybe he's vengeance for all the people that... <sighs> all the fish that have been eaten. I'm like, well, no, then he would have been eating people. Yeah. yeah. Well, he doesn't really eat anybody. No, he just kind of wants to get more fish to grow more. Right. And once he's dissolved, he doesn't need to grow anymore. Right. Okay, fine. Yeah, sure. sure. Fine. Yes. It's okay by me. Um, I was looking, we were talking about the Estreller, and I don't see one for sale. I know they... They probably had one, but it probably... Nah, whatever. Well, I mean, worry about that's it. what eBay's for, man. You yeah, know, like, no, I understand. You could probably find it, and it would probably be now expensive because it's 20 years old and therefore rare. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Um, no, they do have the uh, original Ultraman boxed Naos. He's $95. You know. Yeah. No, I'm good. I'm, I'm good with that. Oh, hey. Uh, Go ahead. If you want to buy the complete set on DVD. Of Naos. Now, this is... This is the official Japanese one. That, okay. No subtitles. You know, oh, yeah, then I can't do that. 12 episodes, 12 discs. Right. Yeah, $406. Are they out of their mind? Yes. Okay. They're, they're Japanese, mm -hmm. and they are selling... Uh, they're selling... Hard copies of stuff. Well, yeah. like They, uh, they know they're not going to sell a bunch of them because they're not. Because it's the, it's who's four. got the friggin' room? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Who has the room? That's basically it. Cause yeah, it's Japan. So it's tiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you'd like to get a vintage Ultraman Naos vinyl Zamu figure, though. Okay. He's $18. That's, That's not terrible. terrible. And it's a cool-looking figure. Okay, yeah, that I, like I can him. see. Yeah. That I can see. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm down with that. But then the, the final scene of this episode, to bring it back... Uh, is that Captain I is going to take all of the oh, to, group to sushi. out for sushi right. as team building. And you're like, wait, didn't we just say that there were we just save no a bunch fish? of fish? <laughs> like, hey. Well, no, now there's fish again. There's fish again. Now, here's the thing. They just defeated the monster. How fast are they going to catch these fish? <laughs> it's going to take them a little while. Yeah. Can you we go for sushi tomorrow? Wednesday. <laughs> Because God, no. we didn't we didn't mention though, that they had that um he shoots at Naos the monster shoots at Naos with like this bubble ray pink out of his head ray. yeah pink bubble oh, it was that was so cool as heck. Cool. yeah that and was it, well done yeah and it's it's so <laughs> that the bubbles were splashing into him because yeah made of water and you're like all right that's a neat effect I liked it yeah definitely I liked it. um I also like um. I want to discuss the Ultraman Naos theme songs real quick. Oh, yeah, you said you had it stuck in your head big time. Come on. Like, Naos. don't give up, don't give up, oh, Naos. And I, I'm like walking around work, and I'm just like, that's all I know. <laughs> you can't and then I realized, no, I know a little bit more, which is, Ultraman, oh, man, Ultraman, oh, man, oh, Naos. And I'm like, all right, now that's all I literally know. <laughs> but it's... It's, it's just very catchy. Oh, yeah. 
it's, and it's bridging the gap of the old school um, theme songs. We're gonna fight. There will be monsters. We're gonna yeah. step on them all day. We'll shoot some rockets and shoot some lasers. Da, 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 da. You know the very military march stuff. Right, right, right. And then you know the more like more poppy stuff that's today. Yeah. But I think the hidden gem is the closing theme. Okay, that's which is very, very, very poppy. Oh my god, is it poppy? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a. I'm gonna throw out what it reminds me of, and you tell me if you if you if I'm if I'm off base. Go ahead. Linda Rodstad's different drum. Right, like right. You and me march to the beat of a different drum. I'm gonna hear now. Yeah. God, no. You're welcome. <laughs> it's a good song. There could be I'm not saying it's not a good song. Hey, you I want don't. American Pie rifling through your head for the next? No, 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 please no. no one does. No, <laughs> no one does. It's a terrible idea. Uh, <coughs> but yeah, so if you're interested, lots of Ultraman Neo stuff on eBay. Awesome. And hey, spend some of your Christmas money. Uh, you tight wants. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's about it right now for this um, episode of the Science Patrol's 12 Days of Ultraman. Day three. Day three. Uh, and on behalf, yeah, I know, right? So much more to do. <laughs> and on behalf of the Science Patrol, I'm Rich Conroy. I'm Pat Rooney. Sally Forth, you guys. Take care, everybody. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post-production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast. <laughs>